This is LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma, and thanks for joining us on Management Decisions. Today, we're looking to help your company attain some local media coverage, all in an effort to effectively get your name out to the public. And hey, it's for free. To give us some insight today, we have Vanessa Wade on the phone. Vanessa is an award-winning PR expert and founder of Connect the Dots PR, and she joins us now. Vanessa, thanks a lot for coming on the show. I'm so happy to be here. Anytime I have an opportunity to talk about public relations, media, media relationships, I really look forward to it. And this is the focus of the conversation, uh, the idea of being able to secure that local media coverage, especially if you're a small business. I guess I wanted to first start off with why it is important for those smaller businesses to seek out this type of coverage as opposed to, I don't know, some other type of marketing. So I've been doing PR for years, and one of the common questions is, how do I get press? And so a lot of times I find that people don't know what to do or Mm -hmm. they don't know where exactly to start. But it's great when you can get the local community involved because it's local and you're able to drive volunteers, donors, funds of any sort into what you're doing, you know, on a local level for the local cause because a lot of people want to be able to help out and serve and do a variety of different things. They just don't know where to go. So it's great to start with local. Some, you know, I've had clients that start with national or international, then, you know, local picks it up. Mm -hmm. But it's always great to already have a fan base, to have your local stations on your side, knowing what you do. Sure. Do you think there are some misconceptions out there or things that people don't quite get about uh, the local media coverage and how that can help your organization? Yeah, I think a lot of people bypass it. They think, oh, it's local. Mm -hmm. And so they stop right there because everyone wants to sit next to Oprah. Everyone, (laughs) everybody wants to, you know, be on live with Kelly and Michael. But, you know, again, it's about being strategic and becoming the go-to person, even in your local community. You know, no matter what city you're in, you're reaching three or four million people or even more. And so by being strategic and, you know, streamlining your messaging and you can end up becoming a go-to person. You can end up really just helping move your message and your cause forward. And again, a lot of people often think, oh, I don't need it. It's local. Who's really going to pay attention? But tons of people pay attention. Mm -hmm. Well, and we do want to use your experience here to help our listeners, those who might be in a situation where they can try to get that coverage for the organization. So I wanted to go through a few things. You had a, a post that I came across on LinkedIn. I thought you had some excellent points there. Uh, The first idea was building a relationship with whether it be the local media itself or with maybe an individual person that could be reporting on a story. The first thing you mentioned was the idea of understanding what types of stories are out there, what types of stories journalists are looking for. Can you give us an example of the different types of stories or or what you can kind of keep your eyes open for so you get an understanding of that? Right. So for newspapers, they often have beats. So you have someone that covers money, you have someone that covers fashion, Mm -hmm. you have someone that covers, you know, crime and business. And so finding out what do people cover, what do they need, and then provide that need for them. When it comes to television, think in terms of what season it is. So we're getting ready to go into summer season and, you know, into the summer. And so perhaps you can pitch about how to keep your kids busy during the summer Mm -hmm. or here are three ways to have an unforgettable summer. But to answer your question, yeah, it's simply being able to look at these publications, identify the publications you want to be in, and then understanding their beat. What do they report? So if I'm talking about award-winning cheesecake recipes, that may not 
fit a health and fitness <laughs> magazine, or it may not fit into a track and field magazine. And so again, just knowing who they are and what they cover, because it makes it much easier for you to pitch it to them. And they appreciate that you took the time to do the homework and be able to say, oh, I know you write about this. Here's mm-hmm. something I think that would interest you. Sure. And speaking from experience, I've done a lot of stories in my time. The easier you can make it for the journalists, the better it is. Definitely. And <laughs> you almost instantly become a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a good point. I can attest to that, certainly. Oh, how about social media? How can businesses, organizations, nonprofits, how can they utilize social media to build that relationship or try to understand you know, really how they can have that in with the media? Right. I'm a strong advocate of using social media to reach whomever you want. So again, if you want to go on the, um, you know, today's show or have someone read about you in USA Today, reach out to them and follow them. Mm -hmm. Retweet and not just retweet, but comment. So if they did a story on, you know, the best cleaning products, you could easily say, hey, well, this is one of my favorites or thanks for this post because now I'm going to try this brand of diaper. You know, just start a dialogue and be genuine. And again, just look at those people in your area, whether it's local, regional, national, or international, and follow them. If you read different magazines, what I do, I actually do this quite frequently. I'll look at, you know, look in the index and see who writes what and who works in what office. And I go and follow them online, you know, and then before you know it, you've built up a conversation, you've built up a relationship. Now, with that, is there a, a difficult balance of, okay, you're following them, you're trying to start the dialogue, and then how do you transition into possibly pitching something? Or do you have to do that in a totally different way, that that's only your building relationship, but you don't use social media for that angle? What do you think about that? Oh, that, that's a good one, Tim. <laughs> I, I really think it, <laughs> I, I, I think it depends on your goal. You okay. know, is your goal just to meet, know people in the media, or is it to share and tell your story? And again, I'll reference what I've done or what my clients have done in the past. They'll start following someone and maybe they're talking about, uh, you know, just whatever. And they'll tweet, they'll comment. And then from there, sometimes the journalists will say, well, hey, do you know someone that does X, Y, Z? And again, that presents an opportunity. But up until that point, if there's not too much dialogue going on, you can still pitch them because they're going to remember you. I tell people to comment and retweet, be genuine, because they really do remember you. There are people that I've sat down at a media breakfast with, and they'll look at my name and say, Vanessa, we're on Twitter together. <laughs> you know, and so it's, it's an instant icebreaker. Right. And they, they value that versus just, hey, here's what I'm doing, report on it, talk about it, but actually start some type of dialogue by retweeting, commenting. And then at that point, Go ahead and submit your pitch, especially if it's on the lines of something, if they cover something that you do. You could easily say, oh, we just had an event like this last week. Thought you would want to know about it. And it's really as simple as that. There's not a magic formula. Are there any other ways that you would suggest to people to try to build those relationships or um, really understand what a journalist might be looking for? Sure. I would definitely say um, utilize social media. Part two of that or number two of that would be go to events where the media, where they're going to be. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a media breakfast, whether it's a PRSA event, any of those types of things, you're going to meet journalists. And so 
go to where they are, introduce yourself. You don't have to go into your life story, but, you know, have your messaging already prepared and just kind of ease into it and follow them online, read about them in magazines. It's just so many ways to come in contact with people nowadays because of social media. Those would be my main point, my main focus start with social media and then get out and be active because you don't want them to just know you because of your what's on the timeline, but you want them to actually put a face with the name. You touched on it a little bit earlier as far as understanding what stories are covered. How about from the point of view of figuring out what's newsworthy? Do you have an example of, uh, you know, how you would be able to present that to a journalist or, or what would be newsworthy versus something that's similar, but not quite up to par? Right. Well, I think I have a good example of that. I represent different entertainers in the entertainment industry. And so you could easily say, hey, I have a dance organization. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you say we have a dance organization and we're teaching children about self-esteem or we're helping children battle obesity, that's where it becomes a story. So yes, it's great that you have a dance organization. It's great that you are a public speaker. It's great that you know how to make curtains or plan vacations. But again, you have to make it human and make it relevant by breaking it down to say, well, here's why it's a story. If it's in a low-income neighborhood, we bring hope to children and to families to help them get out of poverty. If it's some type of awareness for a disease, do a success story. You know, mm-hmm. we, we hear enough about the people that die from different diseases, but maybe highlight a person that's thriving with that disease. And that's where the story comes from. So on the surface, we may not know exactly what's newsworthy, but once you start breaking it down piece by piece, you go, oh, that's a story. Mm, and that's a story too. Ah, <laughs> I like that element. And you can go with three or four different elements that may catch their attention versus just one blanketed statement. Sure. For those out there that might feel a little uncomfortable, I don't want to say taking advantage of what could be seen as, as you said, that human interest side of it. Yes, it's a dance organization, but you're also, as you said, maybe you're bringing hope to a low-income community or to a whatever group of individuals it might be. What would you tell them as far as being able to, I don't know, adjust their thinking or get past that? Because I do know people who feel guilty and think they're just taking advantage of the situation. When in reality, as you've mentioned, it, it is very worthy of news and important to get the word out. Right. Well, if that's, if that's what you truly do, then you're not taking advantage. You're just bringing your message to life. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't do that, then, you know, <laughs> that, that's not, you know, the appropriate thing to do. But definitely you have to look at the angle. You have to look at what's going to get people's attention. Sure. And so if you haven't received any press sticking with your same traditional outreach, then it may be time to fine tune it and say, well, here's what we do. And you're not using anyone you're not painting a picture that doesn't exist. It's you're utilizing what you truly do to build awareness. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it comes down to your own self-conscience and understanding if you are doing it for the right reasons. Right, definitely. Well, I think that, you know, the biggest point with this, uh, a lot of questions people have for, I mean, I've always seen this as, well, then how do I really get in touch with them to pitch this story, to give them the full detail? Uh, can you give the listeners any tips on, how they can reach out to reporters or media personalities to get that story out there so they do have an opportunity to get their news out. The next time you're on Facebook, go to your favorite media personality on whatever level they're on, whether it's local, regional, national, international, and usually they'll have their email address on there. 
You can also call and get their information. It's great to call sometimes early in the morning, depending on which media outlet you're going for, whether it's you know radio, television, or print. Mm-hmm. And give them a call and say, hi, I'm trying to get in contact with, and you name the person. Can I have their email address? And you go ahead and, you know, they'll give you the email address. And then sometimes just visit the actual news site. And they'll say, email Horatio here and click on it and email them and tell them your story. And I mean, and that's the thing you have to be able to put in the work. So either you're going to look for it online. You're going to, you know, when you're reading the Sunday morning newspaper, you're going to see it where it says this was written by, you know, in their byline, or you're going to pick up the phone and actually get the information that way. Well, Vanessa, I do think you brought some excellent points for our listeners. I wanted to look to wrap up the show by giving you the floor last 30 seconds to a minute or so. What would you say to kind of summarize what we talked about today? What would you give the listeners as a lasting takeaway about this conversation? Sure. Don't be afraid. By all means, when you are ready to pitch, take a deep breath and make that call. Definitely think about who you want to reach out to and make them ambassadors for you. Become the media savvy person that I know that you can be. And when in doubt, just again, breathe, focus, craft your story, know your story, be able to give clear, concise information and go for it. Believe in it. And you know what? If they don't pick it up the first time, that doesn't mean don't try. It just means go back, retool it again, and work it. I think that's a great place for us to leave off. Vanessa, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. It's been great. That'll do it for us here on Management Decisions. A special thanks to Vanessa Wade, the founder of Connect the Dots PR, just for coming on and talking a little bit of how you can secure some local media coverage for your company. If you'd like to give us some feedback about this episode or any of our shows on LJN Radio, shoot us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com or hit us up on Twitter at the LJN. And we encourage you to check out all of our episodes on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. For everyone here at the Local Job Network, I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.